Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark time will never fail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 92 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Steve, I choose you. This is Chris. I'm so glad you chose me. I would choose you also. Thanks. Am I inside a Master Ball, an Ultra Ball, a Grit? Steve, I would never put you in a Super Ball. Oh, you wouldn't? No, you get to walk on your own. I actually kind of wish you'd put me in a Pokeball because I was curious what they were doing in there the whole time. Yeah, sleeping? Okay. I mean, like, if what's you going want on? to, you can. Okay. I just, not like against your will. But I'd be your partner? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. That was the technical terminology, right? That they used? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the partner? I yeah. liked it. Uh, yeah, Chris, so uh, we, we saw Pokemon Detective Pikachu. We did. We did. Opening weekend? No, I think it came out last week. Came out weekend. last week, okay. Uh, it, it, was, it was very spur of the moment. And uh, I enjoyed it. Me too. I Just, thought it was pretty. I liked it. Pretty solid. Yeah. It. I mean, I I, I didn't go in expecting an Oscar Agreed. Uh, winner. You know, wouldn't nominate it for any Oscars. Now I know a lot of people on Reddit have been saying that like this is the best video game uh, film of all time. Some mm. some people are making that case already. Hmm. Um. Maybe I don't know. I I I've never really seen any video game movies i saw the new tomb the tomb raider is that what it's called yeah yeah i saw the new one last year and i thought that was fine like i enjoyed it but then it got me thinking is ready player one a video game movie uh no it's it i mean it it like references video games but it's not based on a video game. well i guess that's what it is it's not an adaptation of a video game it's more about a movie about video games yeah, among other things, not just video games. I, I guess a lot of video games. Yeah, it's not like um, an adaptation. I have a real soft spot in my heart for Mario Brothers. The one with um, Mar- um, Bob Hoskins, Bob Hoskins and, and John Leguizamo. John yeah, that one. I'm and glad that Dennis you have Hopper. a soft spot because Nintendo does not have uh, a soft spot for I that. I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe a... It's like, I think it's a really entertaining bad movie, which is kind of my favorite type of movie. Did they ever do that on How Did This Get Made? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I think they did. Did, did they? I'm pretty sure. That seems like, that seems like so. one that they would do, definitely. There was also, they also made a, um, a Street Fighter movie that was really bad that How Did This Get Made I, did. Okay. I did know they did, I they did, did Street I Fighter. I did not care for that movie. Yeah. What are some other video game movies? Yeah, Tomb Raider, like you said. Prince uh, of Persia, very Prince bad. of Persia. Rampage from last year with oh, Dwayne yeah. the Rock. Which what? I didn't even know that was a video game Didn't people like adaptation. that? I heard it was like, oh, yeah. I think more people like... The poke this Pokemon movie okay. than they did Rampage. Okay. Uh, there were some other Tomb Raiders with uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, they made a bunch. Yeah. Um, I can't remember any other ones off the top of my head. I right can't now. think of any other video game movies. Yeah. But I'm sure. Well, uh, Assassin's Creed came out a couple oh, years ago, yeah, and that, that wasn't well very received. Badly adapted. Yeah. Maybe maybe with the success of this pokemon movie might lead to more people maybe trying harder and i mean I we have a song the hedgehog movie on the horizon <laughs> maybe <laughs> who knows <laughs> it'll happen who just knows when it'll happen 
so Chris, before we get into the episode, um, got some stuff to talk about here. We have previous poll results. I know it's been a couple weeks since we've been back on the air, but uh, about a month ago, a little less than a month ago, in honor of Earth Day, we had Captain Planet going against Poison Ivy, and Poison Ivy, 65% won the vote to Captain right. Planet's 35% of the vote. Obviously, they didn't listen to the episode, I guess. I guess not. Some people did reach out. Someone tweeted no, out. I'm just kidding. It was well, good. Someone tweeted out and brought up a really good point, and they were like, well, not really a good point, but they said, Captain Planet and Poison Ivy would never fight each other because they're basically both doing the exact same thing. for the, They just want to help the Earth. I thought we came up with a pretty plausible scenario where they could fight each other. Right, absolutely. Because basically, Poison Ivy would put plants above humans. Yes. And Captain, Captain Planet, Planet probably would He put humans above yes. plants. Yes. In, in a sense. Uh, fun fact about that episode, I don't think we even talked about it. The fact that we tried to record that episode a year ago. That's right. Uh... So the, the, yeah, that was a, that was an episode that was suggested about a year ago from fan of the show Paul Dewey, and he actually tweeted at us saying, "I'm glad to see you finally took my suggestion." Like over a year later, <laughs> and we had some like technical issues or something when we did it in 2018. We were recording it and we stopped, and it's still we we still have it. I think it's on your computer. That, uh, yeah, that I have, first I have half. the like beginning of it, yeah. and we didn't even go back or revisit it or continue off of where we left off. We, we just, missed, we missed, just started we missed completely. Earth Day, so we were like, well, gotta yeah. wait for the next yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. So we just waited a year. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's the poll results there for that episode. So if you haven't listened to it, please go back and give it a listen if you'd like. Uh, Chris, also, we are currently in the Guess the Tomato Meter contest. That's right. It's tomato meter season. That's it. Results are coming in, uh, with Avengers Endgame. Uh, a lot of people were pretty close. Um, it was 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. I guessed 91. Uh, someone, uh, Emma Campbell, she guessed 93. A lot of people in the 90s. Austin, the returning champion, Barrett, guessed 93 also. So he was pretty close. South from Alaska, 84. So not super far off. Uh, one person, Leif Drummond, 76. Not a lot of faith in, uh, mm. in Endgame, I suppose, there. Nothing wrong with that. Then we had, uh, Detective Pikachu came in at 65. Uh, Emma Campbell guessed that on the nose, so she got 20 points for that. Uh, a lot of people guessed in the 70s, 80s. A lot of people had a lot of faith in it, and I thought uh, it looked like it deserved that. And then this week, uh, the third John Wick came out, and people are pretty close with their guessing. Also, a lot of people said like 70s, 80s, 90s. It's currently at 88. Uh, except Leaf Drummond guessed 57. So I'm sorry, Leaf, but uh, you're not having a lot of faith right now in these. He just thought nothing would do very well. Yeah, exactly. So some people have asked where they can see this, and uh, there's a link for it in the show notes where you can click on it and you can see where you stand in the Guess the Tomato Meter contest. But I can tell you as of now, the person that is leading the pack with the most points is Emily Dewey. The oh. wife of fan of the show, Paul Dewey. So she's currently in first place with 46 points, followed in second place by Austin, the returning champ, Barrett. So he's trying to hold down the title. After him, tied for third, we have Dan Baumgartner and Emma Campbell. So uh, you can click on that link and you can see where you stand. And um, we'll see what the rest of the summer brings. Sounds like it's going to be a showdown. A couple of the movies that are on that list, though, uh, are not coming out anymore. Oh, really? Like what? Um... The new Mutants movie, which is like one of the X-Men movies, since now Disney owns it, they are pushing it back to next year when oh. it was supposed to come out last 
February of 2018. Is it like all filmed? It's all done? So there's like a whole bunch of stuff to this, but apparently uh, they released a trailer and everybody loved it. Like everyone thought this looked amazing. But then they uh, 20th Century Fox wanted to make it like a little darker. So they did like a whole bunch of reshoots for it. And then with the whole Disney buying it thing, now Disney owns it and they are going to distribute it and they're like reshuffling when they want to release it. So mm. that one we're going to have to remove from the tomato meter. And then also Artemis Fowl, oh, really? which was another Disney movie that also got pushed back too. I was like kind of looking forward to see how that turned out because I used to read those books when I was a kid. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them, right? Yeah, I believe there's so. a ton. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're, we're losing two right there, but we'll be all right. We got it. We got a a whole lineup of things that'll help the scores come into place. <clears throat> Chris, it's time for fictional review time. Cause we have a review. Yes, we do. Let me pull that right up. Uh, here's a review left by, uh, screen name X. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right, but I'm going to go with what I like to pronounce it. Uh, X, I like this way. X pandana asterisk, uh, titled best podcast. I love the podcast. I would love to hear a Shark Boy versus King Shark or a group fight like the Teen Titans versus the X Force. Keep it up. Five stars. Thank you, X Pandana Star. I think um, they it, come up with a great suggestion there. The Shark Boy versus King Shark. Is King, King Shark? Shark a villain from um, like uh, like Spider Man or? I, I, or um... I, I believe King Shark's DC. Oh, okay. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe they just announced that King Shark's going to be in the new Suicide Squad movie. No way. Yeah. So we might be able to tie that in a Is little bit. Is it like bit. just like a guy with a shark head? I, I believe he's like just like a walking around shark. Yeah. Kind of like Victor Crumb in Goblet of Fire. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That would be interesting. And then you got Shark Boy from Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Did you ever see that movie? Never saw it. We were talking about that just recently, how much you liked... Um, oh, it's The Spy Kids? Spy Kids, yeah. yeah I love The Spy Kids movies. <laughs> I, I think they're, 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 that was on Netflix or it was like an animated version of it. it was on Netflix or something. Yeah, I think there was some animated version or something. I'll have to see if the the other the original trilogy or quadrilogy because there's four of them are on Netflix. Was there four with the original actors? No, the fourth okay. one had uh, Joel McHale from Community and like The Soup and I forget who the girl was. I want to say Jessica Alba. But Wait, not. as the main characters? They were like the stars of it. I thought it was about kids. So like, yes, but I think they were the selling point at that point. Okay. Because I don't believe any of the original cast wanted to come back for a fourth one, especially after the third one, Game Over, which was like 3D. Actually, I think it was 4D. I think you could buy like yeah, smelly cards. I said it was 4D. I remember that. Yeah, you could buy smelly cards and like during the movie, it would tell you to scratch and sniff the card to try to really bring you into the full experience. Sounds great. Yeah. I remember when I hear a funny memory of when I was like a younger child. Yes. Do you remember the show um, on SNCC, Kablam? Yes. It was like, if, if anyone doesn't remember it, this was like Nickelodeon's like late night programming where they put stuff for like older teens. Uh -huh. Like um, SNCC. Ka uh, Kablam and like all that. Yep. And Which is coming back, by the way. Really? Yep. Is Keenan Thompson going to be uh, involved? I, I don't know. He's, he's like the biggest success anyway kablam was like um a comedy based on like it, it played out like a comic book and um there was one episode where they kept like hyping that they were going to do like smell-o-vision they, they like figured out how to make you smell something through your tv and i like was so excited to see what they did and at the very end the thing that the smell they did was glass 
They're like, go up to your TV and smell. It'll smell just like glass. They reeled you in. They got me so good. They got you so I actually good. thought that was really funny. Man. But as a kid, part of you must have felt so disappointed. Well, like, I don't remember. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. Looking back, I was like, that was a pretty good one. You guys got me. <laughs> you got me. Oh, anyway, back to this fictional review. So um, this this reviewer, X-Pandana. Yeah. Asterix. with me here. Asterix. Yeah, I'm going to ignore the asterisk, though, because I don't have a good thing for that. <laughs> okay. You can, if you use something better, let me know. That's fine. All right. Pandana, I believe, as we worked out together yeah. prior to this recording, uh, may refer to a panda wearing a bandana. Yeah. If you are to search pandana, you yes. will find pictures of pandas wearing bandanas. Yes. However. Which is really hard to say. A little bit. I'm trying to be careful. Panda bandana. Um, there's an X in front of their name. Yes. So I believe that means they were formerly a panda wearing oh. a bandana. Most likely because they took the bandana off. Okay. So now they're just a panda <laughs> that listens to podcasts. I'm fine with that. Eating some bamboo, hanging out, and uh, enjoying the show. I imagine. The other possibilities are there could be someone named Anna who likes pandas. And that'd be really cool. Like, if your name was Anna and you like pandas, and you call yourself Pandana. Pandana. That'd be cool. That is, like, really clever. I can never think of clever stuff like that. I know. Remember how we were talking about how people come up with their usernames? Like, how did you come up with that? That's a cool name. Someone messaged... Even if your name isn't Anna, and even if you don't like pandas, ex-Pandana. Someone uh, messaged me and came up with uh, what my username should be. Really? They did. What is it? They said it should be absent without Steve. Oh, yeah. That's really good. It took me a little bit to get it at first. Yeah, you had to explain then, it to me. I remember. I that. also had to ask the person who sent it to me for an explanation, and then I figured it out. Yes. Wait, do you want to tell people that I'm sure are listening and like are be like, wait, I don't get it. Like absent without leave. Okay. Absent without Steve. There you go. There it is. So uh, thank you so much, X Pandana Asterix, for sending that review. We really, really appreciate it. Our reviews are really going up, and it's it's really nice that all of you are leaving those and helping us spread the word and it's just really helping this community grow and yes thank you it does help us it really does it only helps us and it takes you know a couple minutes to i was listening to, to other pod another podcast that also was begging for reviews and i was like hey we do that yeah i mean it's every show does it it, it only helps us and it's you know we don't we don't take money or anything like that unless you guys want us to then we'll absolutely take money but we don't do that so so we're not going to be worrying about that uh, Chris, you ready to get started with today's episode? I am ready. All right. So please remember, as always, if you have any ideas for any future... I alluded to at the top of the show, it's Pokemon related. Yeah. Not just because we saw Detective Pikachu. Actually, it's more like because we were going to do an episode on Pokemon, we're like, hey, want to see Detective Pikachu? It kind of worked out both ways. It worked out both ways. So this is like... We're going to take this a little different way, though. Yeah, this episode has kind of evolved i'll say like yeah, po- like pokemon that's, do that's very yeah uh so the the first the first suggestion came from fan of the show emily castle and she recommended that we do two pokemon trainers fighting each other without pokemon which is a great idea i think that was pretty cool it's a very cool idea only hard part is that it would just kind of just be us arguing punching kicking ducking uh who can run I, faster I had some cool thoughts i was gonna say that i had a pokemon who trained their trainer so, oh yeah i was gonna so, say so that, then we, was, that was the next was trainers step. trained by pokemon yeah it's a world where pokemon 
train capture humans and train, and train them. and train them yeah and then like they would train them in like their image like like a fire type pokemon would train their trainer well would okay, train it's gonna be confusing yeah <laughs> would train their person with in fire fi- stuff with fire stuff but, like they wouldn't have like innate fire abilities like the pokemon so they would just be like lighting matches and like shooting like like, like, hairspray, like hairspray in yeah. it or something yeah <laughs> or like uh rubbing like two balloons together really fast and like touching them to someone <laughs> and that would be like pikachu's That'd be the electric <laughs> maybe the electric stuff yeah yeah but we didn't know if we could do that for a whole episode yeah exactly uh so then uh an executive producer suggested hey why don't you do like a pokemon uh like a, like a vac- like like the best region to vacation at or like like which region would win being which, the best one? Which executive producer suggested that? Don't worry, I'll t- I'll tell you about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh so so that's what we're going to be doing. So we're going to be looking at two different regions from the Pokémon series and we're just going to pitch as to why they would win being the best region. Why would it be the best one to go there? Like if you were going on a vacation or to hang out there, why would they be the one that you should choose? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. All right. Can't wait. Uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. I uh, <laughs> I feel like it was a little unfair because I don't know if you knew about this place. I chose Alola. Um, it's, uh, it's Gen 7. I learned about it very quickly. And uh, the reason I say it's a little unfair for this fight is because it's like almost literally like a vacation destination. That's fine. It's based on Hawaii. Yeah. And I mean, Hawaii, is, everyone likes Hawaii. Everybody loves Hawaii. I mean, maybe not everybody. I don't know if we have like international listeners in like Japan or something. They probably like Hawaii too. Now, aren't a lot of the regions in Pokemon based on the island of Japan? Uh, from what I've well, yours is. From my, 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 so mine is. Mine, mine's part of it. Yeah, I didn't know other ones were too. Okay, well, sure, that sounds right. But mine is based on Hawaii. Okay, um, four tropical islands, gorgeous, beautiful, formed by volcanoes. Uh, literally, like has vol- um, like giant resorts. Uh, I'll tell you a little more about it. Okay. So there's four islands of Alola, plus one man-made island. What? They have it's a not, man-made island? Yeah, it's it's more like just a big building. So it's a big building in the middle of the ocean? Yeah. Okay. It actually has an acronym of like VLFS. It's like very large floating structure <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's pretty silly. <laughs> and I think it turns out to be You like, sold me. I want to go visit there. It's like a research facility. It's like It turns out to be like where the bad guys are. Okay. Pretty Pretty like... Pretty stereotypical. Yeah. Bad guy in the middle of the ocean has yeah. his own little floating. Yeah, and like it looks like they're actually doing like good research, but like secretly they're doing evil stuff type of deal. Okay, so this sounds like a paradise so far. You have an evil corporation. Well, I just started with that because that's kind of the outlier. Okay, and like most people don't even know about it. Like, I mean, if you're vacationing there, it's just like, oh, that's just like a research facility. Okay, so there's, there, it's kind of like Hawkins Lab, like they're keeping it under wraps. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's a better comparison, but that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so island number one, I'm probably going to pronounce all of these incorrectly. That's fine. Mele Mele Island. All right. Uh, that is, uh, has a beautiful landmark, uh, made from an underwater volcano. What did I write? Formed out of an underwater volcano. <laughs> uh, that sounded really cool. So you got a volcano, uh, well, which is kind of, uh, exotic in a way. Yeah. It'd be cool to experience that. Yeah, like to see like a cave or whatever formed from an underwater volcano. Yeah. That seems cool to see. Absolutely. Uh, Akala Island. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that has like the big resort hotels, including ones with like private beaches and golf courses. So that's kind of like the touristy spot. Yes. Yeah. Even though the whole thing is a touristy spot, but yeah, that is like that's the, like the spot. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's the main spot. Okay. Uh, then you got Ula Ula Island, mm-hmm. uh, which has a mountain range and a desert. So if you're in for like extreme sports or something or hiking, go there. Go there. Okay. And then uh, the fourth one is called Pony Island. I didn't write anything for that one. It must have not been very interesting. A a ton of rapidashes, rapidai. I think that one was like uh, a little more of an extreme environment, and I didn't think it was that interesting. Okay. And then I see here the last one is called Aether Aether Paradise. That's the artificial one. Okay, so that's the artificial one. Okay. So it breaks down to four islands and then that. So they're they're calling it a paradise. So it really sounds like they're trying to hide this. Yeah, that's like PR stuff. Yeah, they're they're that way the people just see it. It looks looks like a beautiful. It looks like like a really like top of the line research environment. Yeah, but like with a dark secret. Do do you know the name? I don't know if you said this. I apologize. Is there like a secret group, like kind of like a Team Rocket kind of Uh, thing? It looks like it's the Ether Foundation. Okay. I'm not sure if that – I don't remember the game that well. I actually did – so this is from um, – It's like Moon and Sun? Sun and Moon, which I think were Gen 7. Yeah. So The most recently released ones. Not counting. Not counting the well, new ones coming out. Yeah, and not counting like, like – I don't know if there were any like ultra – you know how they like sometimes re-release some of yeah, them? Yeah, they do. I don't know if there were any re-released ones that came out since. But anyway, the most recent main re- – the most recent new region. New region, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so basically like um, – and ironically or – not ironically, but coincidentally, uh, our regions have similar climates too, which is like a warmer. Uh, you, do, you mean between the two that we chose? Yeah, I yeah. Know you, you, you. I don't want to like steal your thunder, but you chose Hoenn, right? Yeah, I chose the. Hoenn yeah, region. so they have similar like equatorial climates, like pretty warm. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think our, we're like a little more similar than than we might realize at first, but we'll see. I mean. Ours, ours are very, initial. ours are very similar. I'll yeah. agree on that, but I think that mine has more things to do. All right, hit me. Thanks. Yeah, that's my initial pitch. Go for it. All right. So I'm gonna like like Chris mentioned. I'm picking the Hoenn region, which is from Generation Three, which were in the games Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, and then also Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I did not play the latter two. And neither did I. Uh, I love. I, I've mentioned a lot on this show. I'm a big fan of Pokemon Ruby. Yeah, I had Ruby. That was like my favorite generation there. So, um, Hoenn is, uh, this, it's this island where it has a whole bunch of different, or I should say, uh, it has different climates than they haven't seen before in like Gen 1 and Gen mm-hmm. 2, but it is very similar, like you mentioned, to yours. Um, it's split into two kind of major areas. There's a big land chunk, which would be on the east, we would say, if this was like a normal map. And then there's a lot of sea and islands on the western side of the of the region of Hoenn, and they they purposely did that because of the two legendaries for this game, Groudon and Kyogre. Groudon is supposed to represent like the earth, and Kyogre is supposed to represent the sea. So that's what they were doing in splitting the the two legendaries and the the way they split up the island and the terrain that way. Um, it has different environments. It has rainforests and it has deserts. It also has a volcano just like yours does. It has caves. It has, uh, lakes. It has giant oceans. It has islands. It has, I mean, it has everything that you really want in a absolute 
vacation paradise. Like that's, that's what you would want. It has everything. It has it all. And that's just, that's just the climate. Like I haven't even gotten into what it has in terms of things that you can do. I don't know if you want me to go into that right now. Yeah, please do. Okay. So what you can do in the Hoenn region, which is very different than any other things that you could do before. So the Hoenn region has a bicycle path, which is so enjoyable. It's the first, the, the first two generations. Actually, I don't know if the first, if the first one had a bicycle. It I know did. this. I'm pretty sure it did. Okay. So I remember, I remember the second one definitely yeah, it did. did. It did. Okay. So, uh, Hoenn, you also have a bicycle, but you get to choose between two different bicycles. The names are escaping me off the top of my head, but you can have one that's basically for speed that you can do really, really quickly. And there's another one that you can do tricks on. You can do wheelies. You can hop from like stone to stone and do those different types of things. So if you're going on a vacation paradise and you can choose your own bicycle and there is literally a bike path that you can go on in this place. I mean, that seems pretty cool. Um, also there's a volcano that you can explore where it has different types of caves. You can go in there. You can find different Zubats. Like that's all the things that you can find when you're inside a normal cave in a Pokemon game. That sounds awesome. Finding Zubats all the time. And they had Zubats in the movie too. I don't know if you noticed. I did not. There were a couple of Zubats. I did not there. notice. Uh, it also has a Safari, which was first introduced in generation two. Do you remember the, the Pokemon Safari? I sure do. It's so hard to get like the Chansey or like the Pinsir there forever. The whole idea there was there. The whole idea of a Pokemon <laughs> Safari is kind of like an interesting thing. Cause you'd think it, it seems like it's more of like a preservation spot mm-hmm. because the whole game is essentially a Safari. You're just wandering around. Just finding that, random that is animals. True, yeah. But in this instance, you pay money to go to an area where, where they are like game for a hunt. Yeah. Like, and, and but instead of fighting them, you can like throw rocks at well, them. Well, that's the thing. Or, you don't. You, that's right. You don't fight them. Yeah. You, you can you throw bu- rocks. You, you, you can throw like meat, and then you can try to catch them. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. So it was harder because you couldn't like weaken them and put them to sleep. You had to just no. You had hope to the rocks work exactly. Oh. So so there's a safari here, which is nice. Uh, in terms of exploring, doing those different types of things. Uh, there's also a department store in this game, which is super cool, where you can go and you can buy. It's basically if you took all the different marts in the entire island and put them together. Like stacked them on top of each other. Stacked them on top of each other. You can buy all these different things. Uh, there's also, I don't know if you remember this or not, but there's like secret uh, locations, like hiding spots, that you can you can make your own secret hiding spot in the game. I didn't um, know that. I didn't know Ruby and Sapphire had that. I thought they put, added, added that later. Yeah. And uh, so Ruby and Sapphire, you could have your own secret location and you could fill it with stuff that you could, that you would buy from mm-hmm. the the department store. And I actually, moving to a new house, I had a lot of my old stuff in my parents' house and my mom was going through some stuff and she said, do you want this, whatnot? And one of them was my old Game Boy. So I was, I pulled it out and I popped in Ruby and I said, oh, I wonder if my secret base is still there. <laughs> and I went there, and it's still there. I, I remembered exactly where it was. What kind of stuff did you put in it? Uh, so you could buy um, the three starters as posters. So I had a Mudkip, Trico, and uh, Chica, not Chikorita. Was it not, uh, I forget. Torchic. Torchic was the fire Pokemon. So I had posters of them. Then I had a table in front of that poster. And I had a stuffed doll of a Torchic, Mudkip, and Trico in front of the poster there. Uh, I had, like, a couch. 
I'll put a picture out on on, on the Instagram page. It, it's super cool. That actually like, sounds pretty. I nice. was like, so I was so proud of. I was it. hoping you had something weird so I could make fun of you. No, the only problem was is that in my secret base there were holes in, in it, and you had to like put a plank over top of it. But you had to be on the marketplace at, on a certain day in order to buy the plank from the guy. <laughs> and when I was a kid, I was always trying to find the guy who was selling the planks, and I was never able to find them. Oh, yeah. So you just have a bunch of holes in your. So floor. there there are two holes. That do not allow me to go to part of my secret base. Oh, no. But there's a whole bunch of secret bases in the game, but you can only have one at a time. And if you choose to have a new one, then your old one, like, disappears. But the one I, I have, I believe, is the best one in terms of size. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stating it right there. So, anyway, you, you can have... a lot about this. I loved Pokemon Ruby. Okay, okay. Uh, so, you can have... You can have a secret base. You have the bicycle. You have the safari. You have the department store. Also, a new HM that they introduced in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire in Gen 3 was Dive. None of the previous Pokemon games had Dive. I remember Dive. Dive was awesome. So, you can dive. You can go underwater. You can go into underwater caverns. You can explore different areas. I mean, going underwater with, like, a Gyarados, that would be super cool. Want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Gems. I know they didn't. They had no HMs. No HMs. And they also, another thing too, I, I mean, I don't, th- this seems pretty obvious, but in the Hoenn region, they have all the gym uh, members and that you, you can go against. If I'm not mistaken, Sun and Moon don't have any gym battles. No gyms. I wonder they why were they trying did. some new stuff. I wonder, so like, they, that's they, like the they, defining thing of Pokemon. They did have some equivalent. It wasn't called a gym. It was called like a trial or something. Okay. And I don't know if there were as many as there were gyms, but um, it was a similar thing. Okay. <laughs> so uh, is that is that your pitch for uh, Hoenn? Uh, I mean, that's that's some of my stuff for right now. If oh, I if I if I remember if I remember more stuff, those those were my highlights. Those were the things where I was like, this is what makes it special. This is what makes it stand out. That this okay. is what makes it a resort that people would want to go to. Right, it has a a cave with Zubats and a department store. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just awesome stuff. And a guy that shows up occasionally selling planks that you just cannot find and get a that hold of. That you can use to cover the holes in the floor <laughs> of your secret base. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Basically what your hotel is. <laughs> All right, other other than like some questionable things about like a little kid having a secret base like with holes in the ground. Um, want to hear some, can I, can I, can I hit me, hit me some, with some of yours? Hit me with some of yours. Well, I'm actually going to just talk bad stuff about yours first. Oh, okay. Go right ahead. Uh, I pretty much said all my stuff I'm saying about a little, it's, it's basically Hawaii. Like who wouldn't want to go there? So anyway, uh, is Paul you Rudd there? Um, he might vacation there sometimes. I was just thinking of him like Keanu in, um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, just giving a uh, surfing lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said that your Hoenn has a desert, right? Yeah. Did you know that desert has constant extreme sandstorms? Okay. You can't vacation in that. That's crazy. The The word vacation is up to interpretation. No, I'll give you a perfect example. It never means co- no. being in a constant extreme sandstorm. No, I'll give you a perfect... There are some people who they see that as Just, a journey, an experience. That's like four people. That doesn't count. Four people? Of the seven billion people on this planet, only four people would consider being in a sandstorm... A vacation. Yeah, if you find me five people, I will concede this episode to you. I can't find right now. Okay, well, I will put I'll a poll. Give you, I'll give I you until a, the next episode. I will put a poll on YouTube. Okay, on, how are you going to word it? Because 
I don't know. I, have to <laughs> I feel like out. you have to be careful you, how you word that yeah, question. Because I can't say, would you want to go into a sandstorm? No one's going to say yes. I mean, according to you, some people some people would because that'd be considered a vacation for them. Well, you have you have to inter you have to incorporate a vacation somehow into it. Okay, but the word va- like I said, vacations are open to interpretation. I've been trying to get my dad on a cruise for years. He doesn't want to do it. My opinion, I see that as a vacation. My dad does not see that as a vacation. Okay, that's total, fair. Total, total, total point. I can see that. I can see both sides of that. I cannot see the ex- constant extreme sandstorm vacation angle i had a professor in college who hitchhiked and he talked about this every lecture that he hitchhiked across the sahara desert four times like to him that's an experience that is fun no one does that just to okay, do it call him up and ask him how he liked the the sandstorms if, i can't call if he him experienced up. any i can't call him up why not because on his bio on his website it says that he does not subscribe to internet or basic cable or own a phone He's very uh, old-fashioned. Okay. Sounds like the kind of guy who would vacation in a desert. <laughs> Boom. There's one. All right. Sorry. So, okay. We have sandstorms. Okay. Uh, you have an active volcano. Okay. It has... Don't you have an active volcano? Yes. Okay. But mine's on one of the islands, so if you don't want to, like, if you're afraid of a volcano erupting, just don't be on that island. You don't have a choice. Wait. Sure we do. Isn't, isn't it can, like, continuous land? On the on the eastern part, where's the volcano? On the eastern part. There you go. So if if it erupts, which there are parts of the game where there is ash falling down. I was going to say ash <laughs> ash regularly falls on towns and roots. Yeah, if you're in, if you're near the volcano. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also a ski lift that takes you to the top of the mountain. That's pretty cool. Sure. That's awesome. It's an active volcano, though. You yeah. could die. Yeah, but you can use like your Pokemon to like fight against <laughs> it. Right? You can use your Pokemon to fight against an active volcano? Sure. Which Pokemon would you use for that? Mewtwo. That's, I mean, most people <laughs> going on vacation aren't going to have a Mewtwo. That's true. There's only one of them. All right, that's fine. Well, then, it's, so, so if ours erupted, we could, I could just evacuate the eastern part and have everybody go to the western part. Yeah, but which that's, is where all the islands are. So essentially, I'm doing the, what you're doing. The eastern part's way bigger, though. There's like most of the population is in is in that area uh i'm not sure if that's 100 percent true okay i was just guessing based on landmass only because there is a demographics page on bulbapedia and it tells you how many people live in each area okay so i'd have to sit down i don't have the time right now to do the math and calculate exactly how many people live in all those different areas okay fair point that sounds boring all right i have some other some other things about the hoenn region okay do you want to know some things you might run into on your hoenn vacation Sure. You might run into a glalie. Do you know how bad that could be? A glalie can freeze its foe instantly. Okay. And then it will eat it in a leisurely fashion. So you could just be like exploring some cave. You accidentally touch this rock-looking Pokemon. You freeze solid to ice, and then it starts eating you slowly. Like you slowly are eaten while frozen. Okay. I mean, isn't that part of the the game of pokemon like there's risks like you're you don't want you, risks like you, that on your vacation you are going to an area where there are there are wild animals like s- things are going to happen there's there's no escaping that things are going to happen hey i'm just that doesn't sound like a vacation to me that's all i'm saying doesn't sound like a good vacation. that's like all right let's like saying this you we're from a shore town yeah right this weekend it's going to get busy because of memorial day weekend Right. Yeah. That's like people saying, 
do you want to go to a shore town where you might get eaten by a shark? That's a great point. Like, the odds of you being frozen by a Galele. I don't know then, the statistics on it. And then eaten, it's probably the same as sharks. I mean, it's enough to write about it in the Pokedex. Well, yeah, they got to talk about everything in the Pokedex. No, it, they, it's they only saying, get like two sentences saying, per game. It's, it's plausible. To... It's plausible. No. Which, it's that's more, what I would it's want. It's more than plausible. It wouldn't, they wouldn't have devoted their two sentences in the Pokedex to talk about it if it wasn't a common occurrence. Nah. I, I'd, <laughs> say, I'd, say, I'd say that's them just saying, hey, listen, this is what it has been known to do. Doesn't mean uh, it will do it. Yeah. Well, Hoenn, the Hoenn, so the, the, the clear difference between you and I, yours is purely a relaxing vacation. Well, I do, I do have uh, I think, like a mountain range and a desert if you're like into that weird stuff, but like. All right. Aren't they going to have a sandstorm in your desert? It didn't say that in the description though. It said it for yours. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sure winds go through your desert at times. Yeah, it probably has a normal amount of sandstorms. I feel like not my, a constant extreme but, sandstorm. But mine has a little bit of your yours seems like it's mainly just vacation relaxation. Mine seems like it's more about relaxation and also adventure. Well, did for I mention people who want to um, have adventure? Hoenn is for you. The, the underwater volcano cave. That sounds pretty adventurous. That's awesome. Wait, for you or for me? That's for me. Oh, darn it. <laughs> I thought I had an underwater volcano cave. No, that's on the island of Mele Mele. Oh, sorry. Uh, I got one more weird Pokemon that you might run into in Hoenn. Okay. His name's Bannet. So Bannet is a discarded doll that came to life through hatred to seek revenge on the child that discarded it. So as long as that child's not in Hoenn, I'm fine. And Well, and, I mean, would you want to bring your kids there if there's a creepy doll that came to life out of hatred that's looking to, for revenge on a kid? No, he's but he's looking on a specific child, so yeah, he's going to leave my kids alone. Well, what if they kind of look like that kid and the doll gets confused? Well, then that's just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it was a doll when this happened. It might not remember that much well how the kid looked. So it's just going to associate my, my unborn children that I'm taking well, to this... You know, fictional region. Well, not you. You don't have... I know what you this mean. This isn't specifically you. Okay. Like, anyone okay. with kids... Like, what if this doll went to, like, uh, a sketch artist and I was like, hey, it's been five years since I saw this kid. Can you <laughs> draw me what he might look like now? And they have to age him up. And they're like, all right, he might look like this. Well, no. But it's not a perfect drawing. No. If this was a good police station, they would, first of all, question why... No, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a police station. <laughs> he went to a private artist. <laughs> he went to a, a PA. Yeah, he's not going to the police. Okay. And this private... So, the, the, so this private artist is strictly going with this because... He's getting paid. He's getting paid. Yeah. It's a paying job. Wow. Ben, it's like, hey, this kid abandoned me, <laughs> but it was like five years ago. I need you to age it up, age him up for me. <laughs> And, like, then it's kind of vague, and then he's going after everyone who looks similar. Okay. That's 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 creepy. You don't want a vacation there. So I don't want a vacation at Hoenn because there are two Pokemon <laughs> that could cause danger. Yep. It sounds like that's the name of the game. I mean, that, yeah. There, there are Pokemon, there are Pokemon and, on and Alola. Addition, well, do you know any? Did you do any research and find two crazy weird Pokemon? No, because... There's also an active volcano that that spews ash and a constant extreme sandstorm in the desert. So it's just, it's just a hard... It's just... You don't want to go there. It's just not nice. It's... It's 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 a place... It's a place for an adventure. <laughs> okay. And and I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to leave That's it at fine. that. Is and that mine's a place for a vacation, so... So I guess it really depends on the type of person. <laughs> like, what do they want? Do they want a vacation or do they want an adventure? Um... Seriously, for a second, though, like, our places literally have, like, 
very similar. Like your place has beaches, my place has beaches. Your place has mountains, mine has mountains. Yours has rainforests, mine has forests. It's got like, it's they're very similar. Honestly, you could probably go to either, but I just wanted I just had to try to win. That I mean, that, it seems like that's what the Pokemon games are kind of coming to now. They're very repetitive, yeah, unfortunately. They tried to make a varied environment, but they made the same varied environment more than once. So, so yours, you got an active volcano. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> so your volcano goes off, and then you just ship everybody to a different island. Yeah, and I don't know which island it's on. Like, there's, like, some of the islands are less populated and not as um, so. What are people gonna habitable? So what are people gonna do at yours? There's there's like, like there's beautiful beaches. There's a private golf course, and that so like that's that's it. What do you mean? You can do you can like, do tons so of beach like, activities. You can so, go to the beach. You can there's probably a boardwalk and shops. You can do like boating and snorkeling and fishing. See everything you're saying like doesn't really include Pokemon. Uh, were we supposed to include Pokemon? Well, I feel like if you're going to a region that there are Pokemon, you want to somehow include okay, your Pokemon. So there, oh, there is something else cool. It's called like Pokey Rides. Uh-huh. It was like one of the ways they replaced HMs. Okay. So like instead of like swimming, you like get a Pokey Ride and like you can like ride on a Lapras. You have to like pay for it. I don't. I, I don't know if you paid for it, so but like this could be use... like a tourist thing. Like right, you get to fly on a Charizard. You get to ride on a Shark Pokemon. I can do that on mine, and they're my own Pokemon. Well, you'd have to, like, catch them. Okay. That's the name of the game. No, the, this is the vacation. This is, like, for people who are like, you know what? I don't want the daily grind of tra- catching and training Pokemon <laughs> is too much. I need to relax. I'm going to go to this beach. I'm just going to ride a Charizard. Unwind. <laughs> I don't have to worry about catching a Charizard. I don't need to worry about uh, the Charizard, like, not listening to you. Like, in like Ash's Charizard in Pokemon, the show. Remember how his Charizard wouldn't listen to him? Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. This is, this is a train. How do you know that this so this one's just going to listen? Is, this is trained. He works for Pokey Rides. I think it's called. I actually don't know if it's <laughs> he called He works that. for Pokey Rides. Pokey Rides Incorporated. Is that what it's called? You know what this sounds like? This sounds like slavery to I the Pokemon. I don't know what it's called. One thing I did read, actually, while I was researching yours, your region, the one island, seems a lot like Rhyme City from the, oh, really? po- the detective pikachu movie which one because i think i think one of yours said there there's an area where the pokemon and, and humans like coexist I, like they live together i i don't remember reading that i could have swore i saw that no you you probably did i actually considered picking rhyme city as my um vacation spot but then i was like no that place would be horrible to vacation to you think so yes i think rhyme city would be really cool there are so many extremely dangerous Pokemon that, like, literally people would be dying by the hundreds every day. There's, I mean, there's a there's a core plot point in Detective Pikachu that there's a Pokemon who, when they're stressed out, they're, they can explode. Like, yeah, that's true. That Pokemon could just kill everyone around it. <laughs> he, he could go into, like, a Starbucks and get really stressed out that there's a long line yeah. or that they spelled his name wrong, and then he just explodes. Yeah. And yeah, not to mention all the like other like actually like dangerous Pokemon that just have like they're on fire or I have so many questions about Rhyme City after watching that movie. I mean, if you like thought about it realistically, there were like too many dangerous Pokemon there, really. Yeah, well that's the thing. Do they restrict which ones can go in? How do they Maybe. how do they figure that out? I don't know. Yeah. I kinda wanted to know if like the Pokemon had their own apartments. 
or if they had their own bank accounts? I mean, or... that's, these are great questions. Like we were talking about this. Like, do they work jobs and get paid? Like, how do you pay a Pokemon? Right. And where do they keep the money? Like, if you pay a Pidgeotto for doing a job, what what's he going to do? Yeah, what do you – I mean, like, they were clearly uh, the, like, Growlithes and Arcanines on the police force. Like, were they getting paid? That was or... pretty cool. And well, the Squirtles on the, the fire department. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. And if they are not getting paid, they're just – they're slaves. They might as well be, yeah. I mean, they're just like slaves. They might as well be. They might as well just po- be Pokemon. Pokemon in another place where you own them. Right, exactly. You just don't make them go in a Pokeball. Which is a little inhumane. Speaking Unless of. Unless in- they like it. Maybe the Pokemon like it. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Well, speaking of inhumane and maybe the Pokemon like it, <laughs> I got to add one last thing for the Hoenn region here. <laughs> oh, boy. The Hoenn region introduced the concept of Pokemon uh, contests. Like kind of like beauty contests. Oh, in, they were in a way. I hated those things. So I didn't really get how they worked. So yeah, me neither. So you could, on your vacation, if you bring your Pokemon, which I'm sure a lot of people would, you can submit your Pokemon to partake in a beauty contest. And these beauty contests look at all different types of uh, characteristics for Pokemon. And hey, you're on vacation. And hey, why don't you stop by and do the beauty contest? Oh, cool. You came in second place or oh, you came even in first place. That's awesome. While you're on vacation, you go home, you can talk about the fun experiences you had while your Pokemon partook in the annual Hoenn uh, Pokemon beauty contest and won. So it, it gets you to meet other people too. I feel like yours, you would just be so secluded. Like you would just like be like shut off. Like, I, I mean, you and I might be different people. Like when I go on vacation, like I want to like talk to like different people and interact and get to meet different people. I feel like with yours, I don't want to talk to anybody. I feel like with yours, you would just like literally like you would sit on your beach, you would drink your like Pina your, colada. your moo moo milk out of a, oh, yeah, a pineapple. Drink. Yeah, exactly. My, and you would sit there, you would go to like a comedy club at night where there's a Mr. Mime up there and you'd be laughing your butt off, be like having a great time. And then, you know, you would go to your hotel and then you would just, you know, do the same thing the next morning also. Whereas in the Hoenn region, there's a lot going on. You don't really know what's going to happen. There's something new always going on and it's going to be an adventure. You can still have a relaxing vacation in the Hoenn region while also having an adventure. There's more choices. There's danger. There's also safety. There's fun. There's security. I think you can find all those things in Alola too, if you really want to. Our places are like well, different shaped, but the same. I think mine just has more to offer. I I, I know you think that. Well, fortunately, <laughs> we will let the people decide that. Uh, Chris, anything you want to add before we head out of here? Uh, no. I was funny when I was like. Looking for fun facts originally, I found like trivia on Alo- the Alola region, but it was all like literal like Pokemon related trivia of it, like uh, not yeah. actually funny fun right. stuff. Like, um, Alola is the only core series region in which the player's home is not located in a city or town. Oh, I did. Instead, see that. it is located on, on route. A, on one. a route, yeah, I saw that too. Uh, and like how it has no HMs or gym leaders, even though like they have a, they have an equivalent. Right. When I read that, I was actually kind of surprised at first and I assume they had to have done something to incorporate it. Another thing that they call it out as not having is gates or bicycles. Oh, oh, that's that's, bad for me. That's things for you. No bicycle over there. Yeah. I wonder what they had instead. I don't don't know. Actually, I'm going to, before I go to my fun facts or anything, I want to, want to add on. 
Um, I do want to mention also that the Hoenn region also has Team Aqua and Team Magma, which are essentially like the terrorist groups in that generation. <laughs> and if you if you like danger, you can take it upon yourself in your vacation to kind of get roped into that I mean, and try to if you and try like, to help if out. If you like danger, try to investigate the Ether Foundation at Ether Paradise because they're up to some shady stuff. You could do that too. Exactly. So I forgot to mention that. I just wanted to add that in there. Were you with the bad guys in that game trying to like blow up the world or something? Do you no. Remember? So team so whatever whichever game you had, yeah, had to fight them. So Team Aqua, they were trying to flood the land and Team Magma was trying to they were so they were each trying to like awaken the legendary. So Team Aqua wanted to awaken Kyogre to expand the ocean, and Team Magma wanted to awaken Grodon to expand the land and and, and whatnot. And then like Rayquaza got involved and like stopped them. I forget I forget what it is. It was, uh, I just love those, those games so much. Uh, uh, something I wanted to say here. So there, uh, this one which I thought was interesting is that in this game, in this generation three. The player has both a father and a mother, which in all the other ones you only have a mother, That's which I thought was interesting. So he did have a he did have a father, and um, they also had lighthouses here, which is pretty cool too. And it is the only region that has a department store. So there, <laughs> there was a, you go. Some type of store in Sun and Moon. I guess maybe it wasn't a department store though. It it legitimately looks like a department store. I mean, yeah, I remember the, the way the outside of it looks, and you go in, and it has the different levels. I mean, yeah. there's different things on each one. It's it's clearly a department store. Did it? I thought the first Pokemon game had something like that. I don't know. I trust you. What was the first Pokemon game you ever played? Uh, Pokemon Red version. So you did play the the first generation, played first gen. I had Red, my brother had Blue. Nice. Then I I. I played. What was that? The next one was in Johto. What, what was that? Gold and silver. Gold and silver. I had one of those. I had one of the next Ruby or Sapphire. I didn't play everything though. I eventually skipped one. I don't remember what came after that. Crystal. That was, oh, that was, that was um, Pearl and Diamond. Might not have played them. Was that Crystal? Was like the third of Gold and Silver. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I um I I started with gold. That was the first one I ever got. I got that for Christmas. And I'm going to sound like an idiot, which I always do. So what <laughs> else is new? But when I first started playing gold, I would do the whole game. Or, I, you know, I'd, I started the game and then I turned it off. I never saved it. I didn't know you had to save the game. I just thought it had saved automatically for you. So every time I would turn my game on again, I'd be like, what the heck? I'm like, why do I have to start all That's over? That's funny. You were like living in current times. You were like living in like 20... 20- I don't know. Auto saving became a thing at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like two thousand, two thousand one. I would, I would say when you were playing this. When I was playing this, yeah. So, you, and then eventually, ten years ahead of your time. Then eventually, I figured it out, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm you supposed to hit the save button. Game That's ever. why I, I'm like, what? I have to do this whole thing in one sitting? <laughs> like, what am I going to do here? So, and then I played Ruby, and then I never played anything after that. So, but I know I, I I did play a little Pokemon Go, like a little bit. Not, I tried nothing, it out. I nothing too much. While. Yeah, I'm curious if this Pokemon Detective Pikachu is going to make Pokemon Go kind of 
go up a little in popularity. I a bet little it bit probably there. gave it a bump. I think it probably is more better marketing for the next main Pokemon games. Uh, yeah, that's Sword true. and Sword, Sword and Shield. Shield. Yeah. So. Yeah, but watching that movie, I was like kind of jazzed to like play. I kind of want to play Pokemon. Maybe like want a Pokemon again. Part of me wants to just go buy. It. I don't want to restart my Ruby because I, I already beat it a hundred percent, and I don't want to. I don't want to restart it. But I really would like to start all over. Like if I could buy a Ruby for like five bucks online, I might. I might just do that wow. just so I could play it. If I get Sword or Shield, I'll I'll let you come over and like train my Pokemon. Oh, I'd love to play. That's that. Now that's only on the Switch, right? Oh, I. Uh, I don't know. I think so. I guess it would have to be because yeah. when there's no, they don't do Game Boys or like Nintendo handhelds anymore, right? Uh, I don't. Or like DSs or anything like that. I don't know if they stopped making games yet for the 3DS. I think they might still make games for that. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Okay. All right. So please remember there will be a poll on Twitter where you could vote for who. How are we going to word this? <laughs> Which what what region? What region? What Pokemon region would you rather go to on vacation? Which Pokemon would you rather go to on vacation? I don't know. We'll workshop it. All right, we'll figure it You'll out. You'll think of something. You yeah, always do. It's it's basically between Hoenn and Alola. Alola. So you'll be able to vote for which one you think is better between that, based on the arguments between Alola and and Hoenn. Uh, hopefully, folks enjoyed this. Uh, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes if you've not done so already. Please tell your friends, family about the show. Uh, some people have been telling us that they're trying to tell coworkers and other people, and it, j- it just really helps, guys. We, we really appreciate spreading the word. We're coming up on episode 100. Almost three years we've been doing this, which is kind of crazy to think. Yep. If three we did years. one every week, it would have only taken us two years. It would have taken. It would have taken two years. Yes. <laughs> but uh, things have been a little busy. But hopefully, we'll be back soon with another new episode in due time. So, as always, please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show for the Who Would Win Cast. This has been Steve, and this has been Chris, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by their respective copyright holders.